Gemara Sota Daf Tet Vav. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'un Nishmat Marat Zekenati Yafar Batzara Umur Zekeni Yosef Ben Sara Verbi Abraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tnihem Began Aiden Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Le'fuah Shalom Moshe Ben Dinah Sara Ruhama Batlachel Vesara Batlachel Elna Nefar Lahem Fata Nefesh Fata Vuf Fatam Kedem Alabu Vechem Yirasom Ramar Amen. We begin today's Daf on Yud Dalid Amud Bet. Last word on the Amud Umaalehu. <coughs> so the uh, going back to the Mishnah that we learned over here. The Mishnah is teaching us a law in the Minha of the Sota. <coughs> so already we're holding, they put the barley flour in the Kilisharet, uh, they mix it with the oil, uh, then after they make the Kimitzah, the Kimitzah is placed in a separate Kilisharet, Correct? And then they take the frankincense. Uh, actually, uh, the minha of the uh, sota does not have oil, as we learned, but in a regular minha we're talking about, they would take the uh, mixture of the oil and the minha, the flour, comets. Uh, after they would take the comets, they put it in a second klisharet, take the libona, the frankincense, and put it on top of the uh, minha. And then it says they would be maktirit. They would actually bring it on the uh, mizbeah. So it says... Umaktiro bechli sharet. So the Gemara says bechli sharet maktirle, which means it says and they maktir it in the kli sharet. Sounds like what you put the kli sharet on the mizbeach. Of course not. So what's the Mishnah's language? Umaktiro bechli sharet. So the Gemara answers elaema maaleu bechli sharet lehaktiro, which is you put it in a kli sharet in order to prepare it in order to bring it on the uh, mizbeach. Now, the um, Rashi explains the question a little deeper over here. Rashi says, what are you talking about? Obviously, the Gemara never thought that you're going to put the Klishanat on the Mizbeah. That wasn't a Habamina, Rashi says. But the Gemara's question over here is, how could you put it on the Mizbeah, the Menha, at that point, you're still missing one more ingredient. That is the salt. We said in the Mishnah that every Menha has salt on it. So why does the Mishnah say, after you put the Livona on the Menha, or Maktiro, hold it. How could you be maktirit? You didn't put the salt yet. So the Gemara says, you're right. When we said that you put it in the cliche, it means to prepare it for haktara. By that, you actually mean maktirit at that point. Look at the third line in Ashi. Well, actually, so look at the second line in Ashi. Kashale, maktiro sal katatat, vare adayin lom malha. Now, you didn't put the uh, melach on the minha. And actually, if you read the end of the Mishnah, it said, and you put salt on the minha. That you don't put it on the mizbeh till later after the salt. Why is it saying that you do it earlier? You put it in the klisharet to bring it later on. After you are going to salt it. So don't be so literal. Don't read it like, you know, you're bringing it right away. No, you're bringing it later after the salting. Process comes again. Quran says, You salt the minha, then you put it on the fire. How do you know that you have to put salt on every minha? Because it says, <coughs> Okay, so you have to put salt on the minha as well. Now, the law is once they bring the comets on the mizbeah. The leftovers of the minha can be eaten by the Kohanim. So the Gemara says, Minalan, how do we know that? 
דכתיב וכתיר הכהן את אזכרתה, right, the כהן will bring the אזכרתה, that's the קומץ, וכתיב, and then what does the next פסוק say? והנותרת מן המנחה, and the leftovers from the מנחה, לאהרון ולבניו. Good, it's eaten by Aaron as children. Now, קרב הקומץ, now what does it mean קרב הקומץ? למור כדאיתלה ולמור כדאיתלה. זה מחלוקת. Each one according to his opinion. מור, according to one master, one rabbi, כדאית like he holds, and מור כדאית like he holds. What is the מחלוקת? דאיתמר. הקומץ מאמתי מתיר שיריים באכילה. The קומץ from what time, what step of the process does the קומץ מתיר the leftovers for eating? רבי חנינה אמר. רבי חנינה comes along and says, מתשלוט בו האור. <coughs> Once they put it on the mizbah, the fire catches to it, even though it wasn't totally consumed, doesn't matter. Once the fire catches to it, the Kohenim will allow to eat the shirayim. Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Mishitatsita Ur Berubo. No, the fire actually has to catch the majority. It's already the majority started to consume it. So it's a later stage of the process. Okay, so that's what's considered karif. It starts to get burnt. Or as the majority of it has to be burnt already. The Rashain Aquanim Litinitokoyain Vishemin Udvash. And we said when they're eating their Shirayim, they're able to add ingredients to their Shirayim. They could add wine, they could add oil, they could add honey. My Tama, what's the reason why they can add these ingredients? Amar Kira Limoshha. They eat it Limoshha. The Pasuk's fully Pasuk says Lemoshcha means they should eat it in a grand way. They should eat it in a hashuv way. So therefore, don't just eat uh, you know, flour with the oil. They add ingredients, make it sweet, put some wine in it, put some uh, honey in it, and so on and so forth. So well, the word ligdula comes and gives a lemoshcha, which we learned the Gedula teaches they can eat it in a, in like the kings eat it. The en asurin ela melechametz. The only thing you can't allow the minhat to take place is for it to become hametz. Cannot put any leavening agents in there and things like that. Dichtiv lo te'afeh hametz helkam. Amar bishabon ben akish afilu helkam lo te'afeh hametz. Which is not only the comets, that's God's helik, but even their helik, meaning the shirayim, which is helkam, lo ta'afeh, hamet, you cannot cause it to become hamet. Good. Vechol ha-menachot, good. We learned in the Mishnah that all the menachot need shemen and lebona. Correct? Yes. Except, we said, for the menha of the sota, which is does not have... Shemen and Levona. But all the other ones do. Yes. So the Gemara says, Vechol menachot te'onot shemen u'levona. Is that so? All menachot have oil and Levona. Ve'aika menachot choteh. What about the menachot of a sinner? Now what is menachot choteh? She gives us the case. Haba alhet demetame mikdash. Which means a guy, let's say, entered the metame mikdash when he was tameh. He has, it's a sibish, okay. He has to bring a minhat mechaper. Usvu'at ta'idut, or a person swore falsely, as testimony, usvu'at bitui. Or he made stam, a swear, right, uh, uh, that uh, he's going to do something and he did not fulfill it. So therefore he has to bring a minhat, okay? If he can't afford it, it's a korban olev yored. 
if he cannot afford a bird sacrifice, then he brings a minha. Now, in the minha of a chote, on those sins that I just explained to you, the deen is the Rahmana Amar, back to the Pasuk, back to the Gemara. The Torah tells us, Lo yasib aleha shemen, velo yiten aleha lebona. So then why did the Mishnah tell me, except for the minhava sota? It's not so. The minhava chote also does not have not shemen and not lebona. So it comes to Gemara and says, Hachi kamad. This is what the Mishnah meant to say. All menachot have a couple of properties. Number one, you have shemen lebona, and they also come from wheat ubaot solit, and it has to come from the solit, which is the fine flour that was already sifted. However, menachot chote—that's the have a person that makes a shivua. You know, and he doesn't keep his shivua. He goes to bet the lebona. Even though you're right, there's no shemen lebona, but it still has some of the properties of a standard minha, that it has chitim, and it is solid. Minhat omer that's the minha you bring on the second day of Pesach, minhat omer even though it comes from barley, to una shemen ulbona, which means it's got some of the properties of a regular minha, in the sense that it comes from the, it has shemen in it, and it also has lebona, and it comes in the form of geris. Geris is the, right, sifted barley. Right, with solit is the heita, so geris is to barley. However, vizu, that's the minhav, the sota, it's got nothing. Zu ena te'una lo shemen, velo lebona, uba'a mena se'orin, uba'a kemach. So it doesn't have, not oil, not lebona, doesn't come from wheat, comes from barley, and even the barley is unsifted, it's kemah. So therefore, the Mishnah does recognize that there is another minha called minhat choteh that does not have shemin ulbona, but it does have other properties. Mashaykh, the minhat sotah is, is totally different than all other minachotanya. Amar Rabbi Shimon. Bidinhu. It says, logically, we should make the minhav chote person swore and did not keep his word. So we shouldn't reward him by giving him a cheaper korban. By him not having to put shemen and lebona in his uh, korban, his minha, he saves money. So it comes out, he's chote niskar. The sinner is getting rewarded, the sinner gains. So the Bishavon says, logically speaking, we should not uh, discount this Qurban. Because otherwise it's going to fall to the category of the sinner is benefiting. Right? However, So what's the reason why we say, you don't put it in there. Right? We don't want his Qurban to be Mehudar. Mehudar is uh, beautified by putting the Shemin in the Lebanon. We want it to be like a base Qurban uh, because he's a sinner. So therefore, even though he might gain a little from the extra, yeah, but as simple as possible, because he indeed is a sinner. And then he continues. Which means, anytime a person commits a sin, let's say, so he has to be a korban khatat, a regular korban khatat, an animal, they call that khatat helif. Okay, that's the way the Torah, that's the way we refer to it, okay? Uh, why? So that she says, Right after uh, the Torah talks about the Isur of Helev, it says, And then it discusses Parashat Khatat. So it's really Khatat that's written in the Parashat of 
Chalif. So they call it a Chatat Chalif. In any event, the deen is what? We should have mandated that when a person brings a Qurban Chatat, he has to be Nesachim. What is Nesachim? Rashi. Solit Limincha, right? The Solit of Mincha, for the Mincha. Nesaron Lekeves Yain, and Nesaron of wine. When you bring an Ola and a Shilamim, there's a certain libels that you point them as Veya, and there's all that stuff. But a Khatat does not have this Isaron Yayin and the Shemin and all this business of the Mincha. So the Bishamot says, Bedin, logically, we should mandate it. You know why? Again, why are you rewarding the sinner? Right? You're saving uh, money, giving him a, uh, an advantage. Same thing. We don't want the Qurban of the sinner to be beautified. So therefore, he's adopting this uh, things with the Qurban. Uh, the Khatat of a leper. The Qurban Asham that he brings, which is at the end of his process, after he becomes Tahor. Right, after he counts his seven days, so he has to bring a Qurban Khatat and an Asham. So now, Te'unim Nesachim. In his Qurban Khatat, there is Nesachim, which means you do bring wine with it and pour it out of his bayah. Why? Nefisha'in Ba'in al Because it's not brought for the sin, for sin. Now that's difficult for us to understand because we always understood that a Mitzorah, why does he get leprosy? Because he committed some sort of sin. So what are you telling me over here that uh, he doesn't have to bring, that he brings Nesachim, the Chavarat should follow the same law, that there's no Nesachim by a sinner's Qurban. So the Gemara says, Ini ve'amar bi Shemuel bar Nachmani amar bi Yonatan al shiv'ad devarim nega'im ba'im v'chule. On seven different sins, nega'im comes upon a person. Whether he speaks Lashonara, or whether he has ga'ava, but the point is, it is because of sins. So therefore, let's go back to the same logic. We don't want this Qurban to be mehudar. Right? So comes the Gemara and says, Hatam minig'ehu de'ikhparle. From his sarat already, that was mechaper for the sin. Which means the embarrassment that he got from getting the leprosy, his sin is actually atoned for. So what does he bring in the Qurban for? He's only bringing the Qurban to allow him now to eat Kadashim, which means the Mitzorah, he cannot eat Qurbanot, obviously, until he brings a Qurban. So therefore the Qurban is not a Kapara Qurban. The Qurban more is a uh, a halachic responsibility to bring it in order to allow him to eat Qurbanot again. So therefore you can bring in a Sahim. It's not a Nyan of a a Qurban of a Choteh. But he sinned. You're right, he sinned. But the sin was mechupar already. Where was the sin uh, mechupar already? From the busha of the sarat itself. Right? Now she says that. Yisurin uboshet shilnega kapara lo alotohet. It forgave for the sin. Continuing Rashi. Vechi kamaiti korban lishtu yure bekadashim udemaiti. She says, she yesh tumot shesikara katuf kapara letaratan. Zab v'zabab v'yoledet u'mesorah v'nazir shenitma. Right, which is certain items you need to bring a korban in order to go back to your original status of uh, eating. Good. So comes the Gemara and has a question. Elamehata, according to this logic, hatat nazir, 
That's the Qurban Khattat that a Nazir brings at the end of his process. Meaning he kept 30 days of Nazirut, he was good. So we learned in Masih, Nazir has to bring three Qurbanot. He has to bring a Khattat, an Ola, and a Shilamim. So therefore, Te'unan you should be bringing some wine with it as well. Why? Because it's not coming because of a sin, and Aziz didn't commit any sin. So therefore, the Kara, according to this rule, you tell me over here, he should be obligated to bring a Nesachin, why not? Like we learned over there that Rabbi Azara Kefar's famous shita is, he's a sinner to a certain extent. Why? Because he abstained from wine, so that's you could drink wine. Where should you go and put an extra stringency upon yourself? So therefore, in that sense, he's this little sinner over here. So therefore, that's why we, we want his korban. It's an atonement korban. Atonement korban, no, uh, no nesachin in order that should not be mehudar. Comes the Gemara and says, we learned in the Mishnah, the reason why the sota brings a minha of uh, barley, so it says, she did ma'aseh behemah, so therefore let her bring a minha that's from ma'achal behemah. Right? It's animal food. So the Gemara says, Tanya, Amar lehen Rabban Gamliel lahachamim. Right? The Gamliel says to lahachamim, Sofrim, scholars, scribes, Hani'uli, leave me, ve'edreshenu kimin homer. I'm going to explain to you why the minha of the sota is uh, barley. I'm going to explain it to you kimin homer. Now what is a homer? As she says, boton, a button, bela'az. It's like a gold uh, button. Which means they use like a clasp of some sort where they use it to, let's say, tie the, the two sides of the, of the cloak. Right? They used to wrap the cloak around themselves. How did it stay? So they look like a stone or a certain like a rock over there. They used to wrap around it in order to keep it closed. So they were just like that little stone over there. Makes the whole beauty of the... Of the garment. Without that stone, you can't wear it. It doesn't make it less. I'm going to explain it to you. Kimin homet. Which is just like that button over there. It makes the whole dress. So this hadoosh is going to explain to you the whole, uh, the key of why she brings a mincha of a, uh, uh, of se'urim. Tosfot says, some say it's margalit, uh, like a pearl. Others come along and say it's like besamim. In any event, either ways, I'm going to explain to you in a beautiful way to bring out the, uh, the, the hadush of why her minha is of barley. The Gabbana says, Meir. So he says um, that the Bagel heard it from his rabbi, Rabbi Meir, the Ka'amar. She, the Sota, she fed the adulterer, the, the, the fellow, the, the man, all different delicacies of this world. Therefore, like a measure for measure, you to entice him, she went and she gave him all sorts of uh, delicacies and things like that. So therefore, when you're going to bring your mincha, you're going to bring it from the lowest uh, food possible. The mincha of the sota is se'urim. Amar So comes the Gemara says, Rabbanim liel. Comes along and tells the hachamim. Uh, this was uh, the rabbis were quoting to be meir. The Bimi'ir came along and said, what? The reason is because she gave him ma'adani olam, and therefore she brings a minha of se'urim. Right? Which is obviously the, the, the opposite spectrum of ma'adani olam. So Rabban Gamliel says, that logic doesn't hold good. Why? Hatina hashira. 
Yeah, that's good if the sota was a rich lady, she can give ma'adana ulam. Aniyah ma'ika limimad. But according to that, an aniyah that didn't serve anything to him, certainly not ma'adana ulam, what's the logic why she brings a mincha of se'urim? So comes again what it says, Ela, this is the Bangam Leah's opinion, Kishem shema'aseha ma'aseh behemah. Her actions are the actions of a behemah. Animals are not obviously, uh, you know, modest and private, things like that. Animals uh, go around, uh, immodest. So therefore she did an animal, act of an animal from her animalistic part. Therefore they give her the ma'akal behemah. Comes the next Mishnah. Now we continue the process. They bring a that's a vessel made out of Pottery, earthenware, and they fill it up with half a log of water from the sink. The Biyuda says, no, it's actually a Riviyat, Rashi. Hayam Mevia Kohen, Paile, Koschel Mayim, Minakiyor, Dictive Mayim Kedoshim. It has to be sanctified waters. The end Kedoshim, Elashinet Kadesh Bechli. It has to be in Kadesh in a Keli, which namely is the so we have a machlok and how much water was brought, either half a log or a rivi'it log. Comes the Mishnah and says, Rabbi Yudas is rivi'it. Keshem shememaet bichtav, kach memaet bemayim. We're going to see in the Gemara, Rabbi Yudas holds, they would erase less than what the rabbis say they erased. It's machlok, what part of the perashah did they erase in the water? So Rabbi Yudas is consistent. Just like he says, the erasure of the pesukim is less, so to the water that's in the cup is also less as well. Right? So shekeshem shemimayet bichtav, just like he minimized the bichtav that was erased into the water, kach mimayet mimayim. Now we continue the process. Nechnas la'echa. So the kohen now enters the hecha. Now where was he? he? Was by the mizbeach. Right? He put the mincha on the corner of the mizbeach. He fills up the kelina. Now he's walking towards the west. That's where the Hekal is, Upana Limino. And he makes a right turn, turns to the right. Umakomayasham, there was a place over there. Ama al Ama. It was one Ama squared, like a, a tile, right, on the floor. Vitavla Shil Shayish, right? It was a tile of marble. Vitabara Taita Kivuaba. And there was like a ring on top of the marble in order that you could lift it up. You could lift up the tile off the ground. Now, Kishum Magbiya, therefore you could lift it up. That's where they would get the Afar to put in the cup of the Sota. They would take it from the Retamikdash uh, the, the, the itself, in that specific area. And they would put enough Afar. So you could see it floating on the water. I mean, not, not a little amount where it gets dissolved right away. They take uh, enough amount where you see it on the water. Now let's read Rashi over here. It was evident from all the other uh, areas of the floor of the Mishkan. So you can grab it by the tabat, by the ring. It was all made out of marble. So this was a removable piece over there. Now I have to put enough afar uh, that it's visible on the water. It should be my mash. You should see the afar 
floating on the water itself. Comes the Gemara and begins, Tana Hadasha. Ishmael. is of the opinion that says it's got to be a new cup, meaning that was never used for any other purposes. No melacha was ever done with the keli. What's the reason why Rabbi Ishmael says to be a new keli? Right? That the Rashi says the Ba'i Hadasha. Gemar keli keli me Okay, as a Gezerah Shava from a Mitzvah, it says that they would slaughter the bird, right? Il keli heres. The blood would go into the keli heres. So it says, Ma lealan heres hadasha. Just like by the Mitzvah, the keli that is used when he brings a sacrifice is a new vessel. Afkan heres hadasha. So to here, it is heres hadasha. It is a new vessel. How do you know by Mitzorah that it is indeed a new vessel? Dikhtiv, Veshachat, Eta Sipora, Sipora, Hat El Keli Eres, Al Maim Hayim. Right? You slaughter it in the Keli Eres in the water. There was water in the Keli. So we're making a connection now between the water and the Keli. Ma Maim Hayim. Just like the spring water that they used. Shelon Asta Ben Melaka, that no Melaka was done, right? Fresh, clean water. So therefore, the, the connection is a three-stepper. It's the Mayim to the Keli, and then the Keli to the Keli. Right? The Mayim to the Keli of the Mesorah, and the Keli of the Mesorah to the Keli of the Sotah, that it is, no, Rashi. Well, actually, continue. Oh, so already if you're making connections between the Sotah and the Mesorah, why don't you say that just like why the Mesorah, you have Maim Hayim, which is like the spring water. Afghan Maim Hayim. So maybe we should have also spring water from the from uh, for the for the sota itself. So the Gemara says that Rabbi Yishmael, you're right, and the And the sink was considered according to Rabbi Yishmael that Mekiyor is Mimayanin, which means they would get the water from the sink from the. From the spring. So therefore, if you say that it was, a, he has no problem. He says, I agree. And, and I hold it though. The water in the sink had a deed of, therefore you have no problem. The Amar of the waters of the sink, the Bishmael that they actually are uh, waters from a spring. You can put waters of Mikveh even in the Kiyor. You don't need actually Mimayan. So therefore, according to the Bishmael, he's consistent. He says the law of the Mitzorah and the Sotah really are are the same, in the sense that what? New keli that was never used before, and you have to use the water from a ma'yan, which is no problem, according to the ma'yan of the kiyot, is considered ma'yan. Oh, so the Gemara says, wait. You cannot compare the law of sotah to the law of mesorah. Why? Ika mifrach. Because I could break your connection and say like this, ma le mitzorah sheken ta'un etz'eretz ve'ezov ushti tola'at. Which is, I'll tell you, Maybe the reason why you need the Kli Hadash is because you have other Humrot by the Mitzorah. By the Mitzorah, you also need in the process, Etzer is a piece of cedar wood, Ezov is the Hisap, Shni Tola'at is the crimson string, which means you can't learn that just because by Mitzorah you need a Kli Hadash, that's because you have other stringencies that you have by the Mitzorah that you don't have by Sotah. So give us Amar Abba, Amar Kera. So you know what? You know what the real answer is? 
The answer is, by Sota, the Pasuk says, Bichli Haris. Okay? Kli she'amarti lecha kevar. The Kli that I talked about already. What's the Derasha? Rashi. Amarava. Bichli she'amarti lecha kevar. Hachi mashwa l'rabba. Medelo kiti belaka keli haris. It doesn't say keli haris. Benatam bomaim. Bekatam bichli haris. Bichli means like this. In the Kli Haris that I spoke about already in another place. And what place is that? By the Mitzvah. So from the Bet, right? Bichli Haris. Bichli Shekevar Amalti Lecha. So it's Masha Yavusoma in another place. And which place is that? The Mitzvah. So that's the source for the Bishmael. What? Bichli Haris. That's how you know it's referring to the same Keli of a Mitzvah, which is a new Keli that Melakha was never done. Amar But Avat comes along and says, which means, this is only talking about which is the rabbis held. You can even use an old keli. Right? The rabbis argued on Rabbi Ishmael. They held, you don't have to use a new keli. But the rabbis says, hold it. It doesn't have to be a new keli, but it cannot be blackened. Which is, let's say the inside of it became blackened from use. So even they agree that it is not kashir. So again, let's read that inside. Right? That means blackened. But if they became, if it became blackened, it's going to be pasul. My tama, do me Because we're going to make a, a catch between the keli and the water. Just like the water has to have its image, clear water. So to the keli has to be where it did not change. Look at that sheet. Do me ademayim. Now, afagab, they don't give me even mitzorah. Even though we don't learn from Mitzvah, according to rabbis, they don't learn from Mitzvah, miyu mine ubae gamri le kli de sota me mesota. When he de mesota, the rabbanan lav haim yinu de makshire besal memot miyan lo nishtanu. Which means, the rabbis in the laws of sota, they don't learn from Mitzvah. But they learn that the waters of sota, they might not have to be from a spring, but they have to be water. Once the water already takes on a different color, it's basul. So they say, just like the water of the sota has to be clear water that did not become used or changed, so to the keli, even though it was used, it has to be clean. Mm-hmm. It cannot be blackened. So the rabbis learned the clean vessel from the clean water. waters of sota. So now Rabbah has a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, the keli became blackened. So you stuck it back in the kiln, mm-hmm. and you re-cleaned it by burning it. Now you got it uh, clear again. What's the deen? Me amrinan keman di idhu idhu. Do you say what became disqualified? It's disqualified. Or dilma keman de hadur hadur. Do I say oh I brought it back? That's the two sides. As she says, hazidan the kibshan shil yotzer. Right, the craftsman, the like uh, the smith. Shemitzarfin bo et the kederot shil chedes hadashot. Right, even the fire they make the uh, they burn the new the new kelim. Right, tashema sergemara says the bi el hazar omer. It's Erez ve'ezov u'shni tolat. That's why the Mitzvah. So let's say you took this Etz Erez and all this, this wood and this hisap and all this business over here. Shivshil ba'en kupato le'achorav. You used it to carry your package on your back. Now what's going to happen to the wood? It's going to bend. Right? All of it now becomes bent because it has the weight of your package on the back. So it says, it warps. So the deen is pisulim. You cannot use them for the Mitzvah. So the Gibraltar says, what do you mean? Ve'atam hadre umafsheteh. Over there, it's possible to straighten them out again. Ella, you see what? 
once they were disqualified, they were disqualified. So they have the same thing by the sota. Once the keli is disqualified because it's blackened, <coughs> you can't fix it. So the Gibraltar says, no proof. Hatab de iknof iknufe. Over there, not only did it bend. You're right, if it was bending, I could argue, bend it back into shape. There it got scraped. It peeled off. So therefore, peeling off, you can't fix. That's why it's going to be uh, pasul. Maybe Mashiach, by the case of the sota, since you can fix the keli to get it back to its original way, could be it'll be kashir. So therefore, you have no ra'ayah from the case of Mitzvah. Let's just read that Ashi. Shevshil kupato le'achorav, medelo ketani shena'asa ba'em melacha, shmat mina amelacha, lo kapit. Right? We don't care about the fact that he did melacha. Ashinuyah kapit. Ella, we're concerned about what? The fact that you changed it, which is, if it was the melacha issue, would be pasul finished. Ella, the point is, since you held your, uh, uh, it gave a specific case where you held your uh, uh, weight, your luggage with it, your package, so that's an issue of warping it. Right? Kapid, the idu netakemu bemasu, and therefore became netakem in the weight. So you see, over here, once it was pushed away, it's pushed away. Because the Kaurah, those that wood, you can re, uh, realign it. The Iklof, oh, what happened? It peeled off. It is not fixable. So then we have no idea. I can tell you, you can reheat it up to get it better and bring no idea from the case of the. Mitzorah uh, that has used his uh, its aid as a uh, holder for his package. Baruch Allah, Amen.